Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. Well, before we enter into Catholic charities, I want to give us a little spiritual nourishment for the week, because when you come to Mass, you should hear, hear a little bit of the Scriptures speaking to you. And so what I want to talk about here is Jesus' last line in the Gospel. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now when you hear that, if you sit with those words for long enough, part of you should freak out. Because that's Jesus' standard. This is very different than what a lot of people will say to priests in the confessional or just in a casual setting. Father, I'm basically a good person. I haven't killed anyone. And you're like, oh good, we'll call Rome. We'll tell them how great you are. We have a way of letting ourselves off the hook because we've done the bare minimum. Yet we don't turn on the TV to watch sports to see people do the bare minimum. We want to be inspired and be captivated by people who are excellent at basketball, baseball, golf, whatever. No one goes to a house and says, well, you know what, at least there's indoor plumbing in here. This is nice. The bare minimum doesn't inspire you when you go into a home. It's excellence and decorating and smells and paints and furniture and design. What we're seeking and what speaks to us is excellence. We don't have all those judging shows like Americans Got Talent or American Idol or whatever the 50 of them are out right now so that we can hear the bad ones except for the comedy reel at the end. We go to be surprised by excellence. But see, Jesus' standard is not inhumane though either. If you knew Greek, which I do not, but we have a priest here on the weekends now who's the scripture scholar at the seminary, so I get to learn what I'll preach Saturday nights over dinner. And what he says is, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. In the Greek, it's the word telos, which is to say, become that which you were created for. Walk the path that leads you to becoming what you exist for. For example, the telos of a banana is not to be green or black. It's to be yellow and tasty. It's to grow and mature into the thing that it was supposed to be. When Jesus says, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, it means enter into the fullness of why you are alive. And since we're made in the image of God, it means to become like God, which happens in three ways. First one is study and sharing, meaning you have to learn what God is like. What has he taught us through the church, through the scriptures, through the saints? Learning that helps you understand, oh, that's who I'm supposed to be like. Second is then spending time with this God, worship and prayer, tasting and experiencing God and bringing to him the parts of your hearts and minds that aren't like him. Oh, you're so kind and forgiving. I'm unforgiving and judgmental. Lord, I want to bring this to you. Make me more like you. And then the third one is imitating him. Becoming like him to others, especially those most in need. And that's where this weekend we get Catholic Charities Appeal. You know, all of you work so hard for your money, and it's really impressive God also is proud of you for the hard work you put in 
and making the money you do, it's a great gift that he gives you, your ability to work, a job, etc., etc. The way we show our gratitude is by imitating him, is in being generous and good to others, those in need. Now, in the beginning, when you read scripture, it was just those they bumped into. Over time, the church got bigger and more organized, and being more organized is a good thing. And so in the Diocese of Cleveland, we cover eight counties, and in the eight counties, the way we show the face of Christ to the world is largely through our teaching and preaching, our beautiful worship and prayer, but then also serving those in need, Catholic charities. It serves those who are most in need closest to us. And for about 20 years now, the number one parish in generosity to Catholic charities has been you, St. Basil the Great. When I got here two years ago, it was the first time I ever gave to Catholic charities. I'd been a priest six years. Several other priests saw me on live stream saying that and mocked me. But it was just true, so I said it. And I said it mainly because I wanted to be a part of the great legacy of St. Basil's being number one. We're not asking you to give more than you can. We're just asking you to take seriously, what can you give? And so I'm just going to lead us in a little prayer, and then we have a video to watch, and I'll walk you through the giving process. So if you join me in prayer, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask that you descend upon all the men, women, and children that have received help through the church. We ask you to descend upon us. Speak to us in our hearts and minds that we may, mo- may join Jesus in serving others. Put into us the number, if there is one, that you want us to serve. For you know, Lord, what we can give, and you do not ask us to give beyond our means. So help us, Lord, to imitate you in your kindness to others. And may this video touch our hearts through Christ our Lord. This year's theme, A Time to Heal, A Time to Help, is so appropriate because there are people out there who need healing. They, they have wounds of poverty. They have wounds of being alone. They have wounds, certainly, in places where uh, they are dying. And the church brings to them the healing that the Lord wants them to have, the healing of their uh, material needs, the healing of their spiritual needs, the healing of their emotional needs. And you, as a part of the mission of the church by your giving, help to heal those people out there and to at least alleviate their woundedness, make life a little bit better for them. Adoption Services is one of our Catholic Charities ministries that stands tall when it comes to helping and healing. They lovingly bridge the gap between those who arrive at the selfless act of giving up a child for adoption and those who wait to bring that child into a new home. So we have a daughter, her name is Ava, and after Ava was born, I had some health complications. It was a very scary time, and we knew right then and there after her delivery that getting pregnant again was not an option. So we talked a lot, and that led us to the path of adoption. When we first reached out to uh, Catholic Charities, one of the people that we were in contact with was Ellen, and she was with us uh, throughout the whole process, really uh, came out to us 
explained step-by-step uh, step what, what to expect and uh, just was always open and willing to answer any questions that we had. Oftentimes when people think of Catholic Charity Services, they think about feeding the hungry, the homeless, counseling services, disability services, or shelters. But Adoption Services has been part of Catholic Charities for over 110 years. I work with the birth families from the moment they're considering adoption for their unborn child or infant in their home, all the way through the process of placing their child with an adoptive family. I also work with the other end of things with the adoptive family from the moment they decide they want to build their family through adoption, through adopting a child and finalizing the child to become a permanent member of their family. Our second born is amazing. She's a beautiful, happy, healthy, smart, vivacious little girl. Um, she's loved by everybody who knows her. She's doted on by all of our family and friends and we can't honestly imagine our life without her. As a young woman, Brianna, who enjoys learning animals and her artwork, found herself dealing with anger and depression, which sidelined her from moving forward with her life. After a few failed attempts to find the right help, Brianna's mother took her to a mental health counselor at Catholic Charities, Medina County. A few years ago, I had a lot of anger, rage, and disappointment and grief, and I wasn't very well where I was and I pushed a lot of people away in my life, and my mom was the only one who was there for me during the time. Even though I was going through so much hurt, she kept pushing me forward so that I can actually see the people that I needed to. So my mom made an appointment at Catholic Charities for me to see a counselor. So here at Catholic Charities, we offer counseling services. We offer services to children, to adults, to groups. So maybe a family or a sibling set might come in all together. They can see a counselor here. They can discuss the kinds of things that they need help with and then set some goals for where they would like to see the situation resolve itself. Whenever I feel like I can't actually talk to someone, I immediately go to my drawing to try and get it out the healthiest way. It allows me to express a lot of the inner emotions I can't actually say towards people. And it actually gets my frustration out and a lot of the things that I've been bottling up for quite a while. I think that in this space, in these offices, people are given that time to heal, to slow down, to take a breath, to talk about what they need, and then to find it here. If I never had anyone that was there for me to allow me to learn how I could help myself, I wouldn't be who I am today. I am working very hard on getting my GED. I'm also working on my license and getting a job. And there's been a lot of things that I thought I would never actually be able to get to. But with the amount of help that I've been able to get and encouraging myself that I can do it, I've been able to get to those points slowly and very surely. Kita started working as an aide at Holy Family Home Healthcare and Hospice in Parma over 15 years ago. Today, Kita is the aide manager at this Catholic Charities facility. When her own parents needed hospice care, Kita knew exactly where to turn for help. I started here working as an aide in the community, so taking care of patients at home, in nursing homes, facilities, things like that. My mom, she um, had cancer, um, found out very late in that process. It was the last 
um, maybe month that we decided to take her off for chemo and just do strictly comfort care, which is hospice. Hospice is a philosophy of care. It's not a place of service. You can receive it in your private home or in a location that you call home. And you can also receive it in a facility like ours. And our focus just becomes on making you as comfortable as you can be and focus on spending time with your family and friends and doing you know, what you need to do that makes you the most comfortable at that point. So my dad was different. My dad was sick for years, on and off. He had congestive heart failure, so he would have a lot of breathing issues. He was in a hospital maybe every other week for something, and he was here literally treated like a king. Um, that was one of the best decisions. It was hard to bring him here, but I knew the right choice um, for us, for my family, was being on hospital with the Holy Family because of the comfort I have, knowing that they would get a balance of care that was good. They would get a balance of the spiritual part, which is important to us. My mom was in church her whole life, and so was my dad. So having the prayers was what they wanted. I'm asking you to be generous with this year's 2023 Catholic Charities annual campaign because you can make a difference in the lives of so many people out there who are looking to you for healing. And I thank you for considering this great gift that I know the Lord is asking you to make for His people. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.